0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you. Jesus said to his disciples, In those days after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from the sky, and the powers of heaven will be shaken and then they will see the son of man coming in the clouds with great power and glory and he will send out his angels and gather his elect from the four winds from the end of the earth to the end of the sky learn a lesson from the fig tree when its branch becomes tender and its sprouts leaves, you know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see these things happening, know that he is near at the gates. Amen, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not Pass away. But of that day or hour no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, so I just want to start with a couple of facts. Some facts about sleep. In the 1850s, the average American slept nine and a half hours a night. By 1950, the number dropped to eight hours a night. Today, the average American sleeps under seven hours a night. Another fact, experts believe that between 30 to 48% of adults suffer from insomnia And 10 to 30% of adults suffer from chronic insomnia, unable to sleep. 35.2% of all adults in the U.S. report sleeping on average for less than seven hours a night. 57.8% of middle schoolers and 72.7% of high school students get less than the recommended amount of sleep for their age. Drowsy driving is responsible for more than 6,000 fatal car crashes every year in the United States. And insufficient sleep has an estimated economic impact of over $411 billion each year in the United States. So I ask you to ponder this question today, tonight, as we gather. What keeps you awake at night? What keeps you awake at night? For most of us, at some point in our lives, we've had trouble sleeping, we were afraid of something. Or we had a concern or a thought that we just couldn't let go of, that just kept plaguing us. And we weren't able to sleep. That anxiety and fear, and maybe it still does, keeps us awake. Or maybe we have nightmares and we're afraid to go to sleep. The readings today use some very frightening, almost nightmarish images as they try to get through to us. Things like Jesus said to his disciples, in those days after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and the stars will be falling from the sky and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. A scary, frightening image that might keep you up at night. Or in the first reading, Daniel talks about the time of terrible persecution and suffering that is coming. What keeps you up at night? I think that's a core question for us to ponder because the world is a scary place the type of literature that this is is it's technically called apocalyptic writing using these almost dreamlike nightmarish images the book of revelation is written this way parts of daniel this chapter in mark a few other chapters throughout Scripture, apocalyptic, which means that it uncovers what's hidden from, by the busyness of day-to-day life. It uncovers and reveals what we don't often pay attention to. And those fears are sometimes the things we don't pay attention to. And that's why they come out At night, when the veil is lifted and all those dark shadowy thoughts and fears and anxieties start to creep out from under your bed or from the dark corners of your mind, they creep forward. And this time of year, we have a lot of darkness and that reveals those fears. And this writing, Jesus is making that same point, that the world is a scary place. Think back, this was written before there was electricity. So right now, 5 o'clock, 5.30, whatever it is in the afternoon, it would be dark, and it would be dark for a very long time. And you would hear things outside of your vision. But we have our own concerns and our own things that frighten us, don't we? Maybe it's a work concern. Maybe it's your job. Are you going to have it? Is it going to continue? Maybe it's an economic thing on the national or state level. Maybe you're worried about inflation or something else. Or maybe it's a political concern that this party or this person is going to destroy everything. What keeps you awake at night? Those fears are real. You're not completely wrong. (laughs) The world is a scary place when you lift the veil and you really look and don't just keep yourself entertained with your phone or a screen or busyness. The world is a scary place. We're not completely wrong. And Jesus uncovers that. And the Scriptures uncover that and recognize that very truly. But they also recognize something else. See, when you lift the veil, you also find something else underneath. The promise of the Gospel goes on after those scary images, what does Jesus say? And here's the good news in the midst of this scary world that we live in. Here is the good news. Jesus says, learn the lesson from the fig tree. When its branch becomes tender and sprouts leaves, you know that summer is near. In the same way, When you see these things happening, when you see these scary things, when it feels like the world is falling apart and the stars are falling from the sky and the heavens themselves are shaken, when you see these things happening, know that he is near at the gates Know that when the veil is lifted and the dark, scary things start to creep out, that's not all that you're going to see. That's not the full story. See, what keeps you up at night is actually things that are going to eventually pass away. Everything that you imagine, that you fear, every anxiety is not eternal. It will pass away. But Jesus says, He, the Son of Man, will not pass away. And that when that veil is uncovered, He is there. The kingdom of God stands right here, right now, overlapping this scary world that we live in. And He is here at the gates. So while those fears may be real they're not ultimately real. Because He is here. Because the One who is eternal, all those other things disappear. But the Word of God, Jesus Christ, is eternal. And He is here now. And He loves you. And He wants to be with you. That word that Mark uses in this gospel, it's really interesting. I did a little bit of of study on this. And it says he's at the gates. That's just a very odd phrase. You don't see it very often in the Bible. The only places you really see it is when a city is under siege and there's an army at the gates ready to take it over. That's the image when those fears come, The image is the Son of Man with this whole army and hosts of angels is standing right there, ready to sweep in and conquer anything that you're afraid of, even death itself, which is what hides under all those other fears. And we know when we look at the crucifix that that indeed has been conquered by the one who does not pass away, whose word is eternal. So that's the good news in the midst of a scary world. So, when you're afraid, when those anxieties come, when the concerns of the world begin to overwhelm you, whatever that is, simply turn and recognize that that's not that important in the grand scheme of things. Turn your eyes to the gates of this world. Turn your eyes to the kingdom of heaven where Jesus and his angels and his heavenly hosts stand ready to protect you, to save you, to heal you, and to bring you into eternity where nothing passes away. Padre Pio had a very famous expression that I would pass on to you. He said, pray and don't worry. See, what happens in this passage, in this apocalyptic thing, is kind of a spiritual judo where Jesus says your fears are actually your gateway into hope. Your fears are your gateway into hope when you recognize them and bring them into eternity because they dissolve like the false illusions that they are. So as you go to bed in these dark nights, or as the darkness creeps into your day, Turn your mind and your heart to the Lord. So many of you have told me when I can't sleep at night, and the statistics bear out, a lot of us can't sleep at night. When you can't sleep at night, you pull out your rosary and you start praying. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Pray and don't worry. Things may fall apart, they may get worse before they get better. Or they may not, but whatever happens, the Lord is near at the gates. So we are a people of hope. Even in the midst of the darkness, we light a candle and we pray and we don't worry.